What do we have a thing? Have I forgotten our thing? Oh no. <laughs> Normally you just yell space anime and then say hello. Welcome back to the podcast of the Gundam Heroes. Uh this is our what, eighth season, tenth season? I don't even know anymore. Yeah, you do it. I Perfect. started lettering them Nailed so that it. we could never tell how much time had passed. Yeah, that's fine. I'm just using what you did there. That'll handle it. Uh, yeah, welcome everyone to uh, Space Anime, Podcast of the Galactic Heroes, etc. Uh, Cyborg009. So the thing is, I'm definitely going to number these as like 9.1, 9.2, even though I do not Perfect. believe this is the ninth season. <laughs> yeah, fuck them. Like, it's... Hey... No rules, just right. That's how we do these podcasts. It's going to be a Windows 9 situation. (laughs) Exactly. Everyone's going to have to reprogram their podcast app for episode 9.2. But yeah, uh, we're doing Cyborg 009. Weird one that's been redone like three times, I want to say, at this point. It is an extremely old school manga from the 60s. Correct. Um, yeah, it should be noted that we are doing the 2001 remake, not the 68 or 79 animes. So Yeah. The 68, I think, only had like the first couple episodes with uh, English subtitles and all. Yeah, right? apparently they're still being translated, I guess. I mean, the rips looked really cool, but like we need the whole thing. Right. The, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, the uh, 70 or the, what is it, 79 one uh, was fully translated, but like the rip quality was really crappy on it. So who knows? It's also like this was the one that was on Toonami in the early 2000s. Yeah, there's also like a 2015 OVA, like Cyborg 009 versus Devilman. (laughs) Getting all the crossovers in. Sounds like a pay-per-view special. (laughs) Why not? (laughs) But yeah, uh, this is the one that I remember seeing like a lot of commercials for and then seven minutes of three times roughly and that's about (laughs) all so that's been my exposure um but yeah we watched the uh first four and uh pretty short episodes overall i think like uh some of them in particular had recap openings that were like the first four minutes super long yes like episode three in particular they yeah. were really padding that runtime. oh there was also like after the ad break it like just replayed a whole minute of <laughs> what had happened in episode three it was really funny it's because it was mm-hmm. what they did the action was really cool just gotta I, be it's a, also did, did you just go past fast because like this show has a kind of breakneck speed to it, it yes yeah. they don't dwell on anything for too long they're like oh here's a cool thing next cool thing is happening now oh now it's the next cool thing so I would say on a scale from zero to Garzy's wing, I would give it like <laughs> 70% of a Garzy's wing, like is roughly the pace of the show. It's not completely insane to the point that even the protagonist is like, I, help, I cannot keep up, <laughs> which is Garzy's wing, where help, I'm covered in bruises, I'm naked, and my sword is incredibly dull. <laughs> what is going on here? <laughs> but it moves. <laughs> But it, but it, yeah, it's it's moving at a pretty rapid pace. And uh, speaking of which, shall we get started with episode one? Yeah. Tuba, so there's no opening for the first episode. It shows a kid, like a whole bunch of like DNA shit going on, and a kid cool, wakes up on an 3D. operating table. Um, there's wires coming out, and it's like very cyborgian, like futuristic bullshit. Um, this kid has like a brown weird. I got to talk about this kid's hair. It's like, oh my god, it's like. <laughs> 
perfect like late 60s early 70s anime yes. hair, like that swooping like futuristic design and everything you can tell this kid's the protagonist like oh yeah. instantaneously from that yeah. hair and so yeah, like, the designs in this show are iconic in a way that's like very it's like imagine if the astro boy guy was like i'm gonna draw seven characters and really go ham like that's what these are it's very good the bird man in particular <laughs> yeehaw you mean brendan from home movies ladies, Correct. ladies love a man with a nine inch nose um, Frankly, my favorite's the muppet man <laughs> the one who's just a muppet so yeah, our protagonist, uh, aside from this insane hair, has this insane dress on, like, not dress, but like this costume. It's like this red vest with these giant yellow buttons and this like fucking 40 foot long, like flowing cape behind him. You know yes. they love drawing these capes. Well, they do, yeah. So, um, so anyway, he's lying on this table. He wakes up. A voice starts telling him in his like mind to kind of like, hey, you have to leave. You have to escape. And he's like, huh? And above him, from like this glass dome, the scientist is looking down. And this scientist—it's like an operating room, basically. Yeah, the scientist has a huge nose, and he's freaking out. Um, he says that subject number yeah. nine is moving without being activated. What should I do? And we see this hologram of this like shadowy cloaked figure, kind of say like, "Oh, you idiot! Use the trank gas. He can't be moving around like this." So um, nine, some—we're going to call the protagonist nine because that's his name. Who cares? Um, he sees himself in a mirror and doesn't remember the uniform and anything he doesn't know what's going on the gas enters the room the voice is like you gotta jump and break free and he's like dude that's like 30 feet up he's like do it anyway so he jumps 30 feet up and breaks through the glass and he's completely shocked at these events because he doesn't expect himself to do this he spends the entire first episode being like oh he yeah. spends most episodes doing I mean, that. True. <laughs> kind of fair when you just become Superman. <laughs> like, out of nowhere. You're just like, oh, I'm Superman now. Like, deadass, every Superman ability this fool has. It's the crazy. pretty good. Ten As minutes the goes on, more that. stupid shit happens. And he's like, oh, wow, really? To, like, every single one of them. Yes. Like, he's so good. <laughs> he also broke through the cyborg glass ceiling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's true. Um, so he's up where the scientist guy was. Robots enter. They start shooting at him. He thinks he's shot, and then he realizes, oh, I'm not hurt at all. And he starts punching the robots, and they like explode, basically, when he punches them. And he's freaking out over how strong and beautiful he is. Uh, the- <laughs> he's just like, I was never this athletic. Which I'm like, yeah, athletic is a way to say it. Or, like, monstrous. Like, able to punch through a huge fucking robot. Like, I couldn't that- even mm. open up a pickle jar before this. It should be noted these robots are like classic 60s Japanese anime, like have tube legs with giant chests and like horns on their heads. You know, they're they're not always horns. There are so many horns in this anime. (laughs) That's how you know people are bad guys. It's true. Yeah, so the voice keeps telling him he has to leave. Um, the voice, he's like, well, well, voice, how are you in my head? It's like, it's amusing telepathy. Who cares? Stop asking questions. You have to escape. So he uh, eventually jumps into a vent and there's some explosions and somehow he gets blown up until he's outside. I don't know. He's in, like, a barren desert area. Uh, he's looking around. Some tanks show up, just, like, normal military tanks. He can hear the radio chatter from the tanks, and he thinks that's weird, but the voice tells him to stop, <laughs> shut up, keep yeah. going. Well, the best part is he's like, oh, is that telepathy, too? And the other voice is like, no, dumbass, you can just hear radios. And he's like, what? <laughs> that's an FM transceiver. Wait, no, explain that. <laughs> I'll give he's you- like, yeah, your receiver isn't stable yet. I'll tell you later. And he's like, what? I want a receiver. <laughs> Yeah, so they start shooting at him. He punches some tanks apart. Um, there's a funny scene where a guy tries shooting him with a gun and then freaks out and runs away. 
Anyway, eventually the tanks push him so his back's towards like this huge cliff overlooking the ocean. He sees the waves down below him and he instantly gets some like PTSD flashback. Yeah, he remembers a terrible event that involves him jumping off a cliff into water below. So like something very bad happened in the past, clearly, which... Yeah, we'll, we'll figure out. Yeah, the and flashback. also, these four episodes are going to spend a lot of time at cliff at cliffs overlooking the water. <laughs> yes, they have okay. many cliffs. <laughs> He's still like, moping. They booked the location and they had to film all four episodes at the same time. You know? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, so the flashback is him in civilian clothing, you know, running through the woods. Cops are chasing him with gunpoint. Um, he eventually. Uh, Says it like, I'm innocent, I didn't kill the father, or something like that. Um, back to the present, he jumps off the cliff. Um, he's immediately attacked by a shark once he hits the water, which is insane. And then he's Pretty like, yeah, I can breathe underwater. And then punches the <laughs> yeah, robot shark. He, yeah, he gets ripped underwater by this massive shark instantly and is like, what the? And then he's like being pulled under and he's like, oh no, I'm going to drown. I can't breathe. And then he opens his mouth and he's like... Wait, I can't... Br- what? And then just, like, punches the shark, and he's like, the shark's a robot. What? <laughs> By the <laughs> way, the shark's a robot. Yeah, and then it shoots torpedoes at him, and this all happens in about the space of 15 seconds. There was no breathing time between any of this. The whole- it's a very good rapid-fire what sequence, yes. because, like, it's fair, and it, you can identify strongly with the protagonist of just, like, this would be buck wild. I would have assumed I am a robot at this point, but also, yeah, I... I can see that taking a minute. <laughs> yeah, so uh, after he punches the robot, uh, shadowy figure shoots the shark and explodes. So he gets uh, blown up onto the beach. Um, the voice tells him, it's like, hey, meet at the place that I described and you'll get all the answers you want. So, okay, that's cool. So he starts climbing up the cliff wall to get there. And uh, he, then he's under Clearly attack by some airplanes. time has passed here, too. Uh, maybe? I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> Based on the pace of the rest of the show, like, I just Fair. figured, like, you just got up and started climbing a cliff wall. But, yeah, he gets attacked by airplanes. Um, he's mad that he's under attack, and the voice is like, I did this to see what you're made of. And he's like, you fucking idiot. Yeah, he's yeah. like, how, how, why are you, uh, all this route you're sending me, I keep getting attacked. And the voice is like, yeah. Yeah, I did I, that on purpose. I did that on purpose. And he's like, yeah. you fucking like, he's asshole. Like, He's like, this is pretty suspicious. Are you on my side or not? And he's like, oh, I'm on your side. I just needed to see what if you had a cool laser or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So the voice tells him, like, I wanted to see what you're made of. Oh, yeah, by the way, you have a secret new move you can use. Just, like, click the button behind your molar or something. And so he, not having ever read Dune, knowing it's behind the tooth, uh, clicks the button and then goes super fast because that's his superpower. Like, he can move, like, incredibly fast. So he jumps on an airplane, grabs the wing of the airplane, and then they fly up into the air, and he's like, oh, maybe I could fly the plane. But no, the planes crash into each other, and he falls to the ground. It's all right. He's he's the Flash. He he goes fast. Yeah, it is a very classic, like... anime time stop kind of animation too and the whole concept is just yeah he is as a robot he is overclocked so hard that like everything else relative to him is going slow yep also he clicks his back tooth so that he can do a cool smirk whenever he does it (laughs) yes (laughs) pretty good very important (laughs) so the planes crash into each other he starts falling towards the ground but is caught superman style in the air by another man um, this man has a gigantic huge nose, uh, super <laughs> swept back jet hair, um, and he's wearing the same red garb with yellow cape that uh, Nine is wearing. I don't think we can adequately describe in words how these people look, so I would, I would just say everyone should just look them up, because 
They look amazing. And also, he's yeah. Brendan from home videos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, from home movies. Yeah, from home for movies. sure. Yeah, like uh, when I describe him as the bird guy, <laughs> like I mean it. Like this dude's got a beak. <laughs> like he doesn't mm-hmm. have a nose. He got a beak. <laughs> so, this is two. Uh, Nine is freaking out here. To, uh, this guy's like, yeah, I'm, I'm your brother, number two. Uh, you should relax. We'll tell you everything. And so they fly down and land on this island off the coast of wherever. And now um, we meet the whole cast. Hell yeah. So yeah, there's seven other people down there all dressed in the same kind of shit that uh, Nine has. Uh, Nine asks who they are, and the voice says uh, they're his, quote, seven brothers and one sister. Yes, because there are... Well, I mean, I guess there's eight of them that are guys. One of them's a kid, though. One of them. We gotta get the token token female in there. This yeah. is from the sixties. Seven and guys, a lady, and a baby. Baby, yeah. which we needed a token weird baby that talk. Do you think this is where Yu Yu Hakusho got it from, or the other way around? It would be a Yu Yu Hakusho from this, right? Because this was from like this is this from like, like twenty years prior, at least. Yeah, yeah. yeah this is like sixties. Well, did the original have a? Have a weird telekinetic baby. Probably. I'll have to so. check. Yeah, I don't know. All I know is that penguin has a gun. Which, by the way, <laughs> hey, what is the name of that clip? Because people should definitely check that out uh, when we're talking about the old version of Cyborg 009. Also, just because the film quality on that was, like, confusingly good. Uh, oh, Strange Penguin yes. is the name of it. Yeah, and... Uh, Holy shit. Very good. Very good. <laughs> yeah, so Nine's looking at all these uh, people standing around him in the same guard, and he's like, I wonder, like, who's the psychic voice who keeps talking to me? And the uh, woman carries up this infant, and the infant's like, it's me. I'm the smart one. And it's just like, baby. I mean, like, it's baby. Also baby. Sounds baby. Oh. <laughs> Detail that did happen before as well. When he told him, like, yeah, I intentionally ran you into the enemy to see what you could do. He's like, I am going to punch your fucking face in half when I see you, dude. And he's like, yeah, you won't. <laughs> and then, yes. like, when he shows up, he's, oh, like, he's yeah. like, yeah, it's me. I'm the literal baby. You, do you, you want to punch, punch my me. face off? <laughs> you ain't going to punch a baby, dude. <laughs> yeah, you ain't that hard. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so they start to try to introduce each other, but they're interrupted because the blonde-haired woman can somehow see through, like, four a mountain four kilometers away or something and says that there are tanks coming. So her power is supervision. But yeah. it's more than that because she can see through things. Megavision, like, then. <laughs> it's really weird. It's spider senses. Yes, but she like has long sense. range. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's long-range spidey sense, basically. Just if danger is nearby, she's aware of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, and so Which, incredibly good when you're a revolutionary group on the move. Turns as it out. so happens. Yeah. So uh, this gruff guy with a uh, gray hair then uh, just kind of like takes a squat and his knee opens up and he just shoots a missile out of it and it goes this behind is, the mountain and blows up the This is my tanks. favorite guy. This is Muppet Man. <laughs> I number love four, him. Yeah, number four is kind of cool. So, um, okay, so he's like a Muppet, but he's also um, God. What's the name of the main character from Persona you, Four? You, he's yeah. you, from Persona Four. Yes. Yeah, he's you Narakumi, but like <laughs> way better. That, that's what <laughs> his name is. Because I named my Persona. Is a gun. I named my Persona Four character Tupac Shakur. 
So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's also accurate. Yeah. So um, they start fighting the tanks, and as this happens, the baby, which is a 001, narrates all of their powers. By the way, they call each other 004, 008. I'm not going to say that because that's stupid. So zero, just... zero. Like four syllables just to get to the only identifying portion of it. Yeah, so we're just calling them 1, 2, 3, 4, etc. I'm 010. <laughs> is it 010 or 0010? Zero, 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 zero. <laughs> but we'll get there. Yeah, so Baby is uh, number one. Baby can talk using telepathy and uh, has like force field shield powers. Like he stops a missile from blowing them all up. He's a creepy psychic baby. Yeah. Two is the guy that caught him Superman style in the air. He has jet boots and can fly around. And he's also really fast. And he has the big nose and swooped back hair. Three he's is- sort of like the prototype model because he's not as fast as 009. So he can just fly. Yeah, so they gave him jet boots. Uh, 003 is the blonde-haired woman. Um, she has X-ray spider sense vision or something like that. Uh, For the record, they do say he can fly at Mach 5, which is fucking crazy. Pretty cool. <laughs> it's a good thing he's a robot because his hair would fucking fall out at those speeds. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 004 is a gray-haired man. He's kind of no-nonsense. Um, he has, like, a machine gun in the, his fingertips, and his, like, knees can detach and shoot missiles out of them. He's made of guns, basically. <laughs> That's Gino. his power. He's Gino from Super Mario RPG. He can just crack open his elbows and knees and fire guns. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're introduced to uh, 005, which is this huge, darker-skinned guy with a mohawk. Um, he has just super strength and super, like skin like he just doesn't get shot or anything big yeah he's just big he's large, large. Uh, and he's also voiced by Bo Billingsley aka Jet Black so yes we it see... makes it very hard to I hear his voice and I'm just like mm, that's Jet yeah there's, <laughs> another, there's a lot of voice actors that are uh, shared between a lot of other animes that were dubbed during this time period everything in the yeah. 2000s was like 10 people in a room yeah I literally yep. cannot hear anything other than Digimon because 009 is Ty uh from the original Digimon show and I can't hear I can't hear anything else anymore <laughs> yeah the scientist from next episode is uh, the chief from Ghost in the Shell and it just freaks yep. me out but, um, <laughs> he's also in Digimon <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so number six is this like fat guy with like this thin mustache and uh, he's he sh- French he, I thought he was Chinese he's Chinese yeah yeah um, the cook guy? Yeah, the cook. Yeah, because he talks about his Chinese secret ingredient, and at one point later, it's also like, it's mugu pan, which means it's gooey in a pan. <laughs> Something like he's doing jokes like that, which like, huh, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Sure thing. Yeah, this guy's yeah. kind of the comic relief dude, but uh, he has um, the ability to shoot fire out of his mouth, and also he can dig like a mole through the ground. He just yeah, melts fires- the soil. <laughs> Yeah, fire that is so hot, it just removes Earth, which <laughs> is terrifying and, like, probably the most fucked up of all there, but, like, actually a war crime. Like, he's very yeah. much a war crime. Yeah. yeah. Um, we see 007, who is this kind of, like, bald, almost like Lupin the Third looking dude, uh, but his whole ability is he can just shapeshift into anything, and when he presses his belly button, which is a... Dumb mechanic. He is also comic relief. The funniest part about this is they definitely introduce him and he's just prancing around in a diaper for like no good reason. (laughs) As you do. Yeah, and they show him like turning into a rock and like tricking the guards. Then he turns into a kangaroo and then drops a bomb on some tanks or something. Like, yeah. As one does. Yeah. 
And then 008 is this black dude with like blonde hair. He's very no-nonsense, very serious, but he's like the combat specialist. And also he can breathe underwater and fights good underwater. He's just like a black Aquaman. It's He's just Aquaman. He's supposed to just be Aquaman is clearly the move here. And the thing is, they were like, well, we're not always going to be in water also <laughs> all of them can breathe underwater else. so it's like <laughs> well but he's like super good at being underwater like he's like a boat basically or some kind of submarine man yeah <laughs> but, uh, see seven can literally turn into uh like sea creatures like he does a dolphin later so um I don't mean, worry hey, let's be real seven <laughs> is a little busted <laughs> they, they make a point of this we're, we're gonna have seven. to make a tier list by the end of this <laughs> oh, Jesus. seven is some extreme shang sung bullshit i will say that <laughs> yeah and so we get a flashback real quick of eight uh saving nine earlier when he fell into the water that's how he punched the shark robot whatever um, so yeah, they say, uh, one starts explaining, it's like, we don't mindlessly kill people if we don't have to. And they're like, do you, um, I don't know, not killing everyone. They're like disabling the tanks and taking their guns away and shit like that. <laughs> they have all the guys like tied up and thrown in a pit, but they're just like tied up and some of them are unconscious and they're like, you might say, why don't we just kill all of them and like, you know, make it so they can't give us trouble in the future. And it's like, well, cause we're not bastards. Mostly. You're probably <laughs> wondering why I haven't murdered them all. <laughs> Yeah. It would be very easy to. <laughs> Why don't the more powerful cyborgs simply kill the weaker ones? <laughs> yeah, so three comes in and says that they're all friends and, you know, they have to work together. And then out of nowhere, these flying discs with, like, tentacle drills kind of, like, grab them. Um, Nine uses his yes. super speed to stop them and confuse it all. The discs then turn into this, like, robot worm thing that kind of looks these, like it should be in Space Harrier. These discs beat ass. They are like, uh, they have like three little tentacles around the outside and then they have like a drill in the middle. So what they're trying to do is like latch onto your face and basically like face hugger in some kind of computer mind virus to disable the cyborgs. And it's super good. And they they're the true ultimate like, frisbees. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Extremely ultimate frisbees. And they combine like, um, if you've ever seen the uh, Bollywood film AI, where all the robot That's guys combine into like a big snake. It's basically that, but the snake is made of orbs. <laughs> so... Um yeah, they the snake things turn in or the orb things turn into this giant snake, and then um, three says like, "Oh, it has a heart." In this fourth segment, shoot it. So nine uses his super speed to slow down time and get an easy shot in, and the thing kind of explodes and blows up. Uh, one then says that like nine, you are the most powerful of them all because you have the latest serial number. That means you're the best. Right, he's I, the iPhone seven. You know, I reckon when we make our tier list, he's not going to be at the top. <laughs> I guess we'll see. <laughs> I feel there's a lot about the application of your power. Because, like, the fucking war crime flamethrower dude could probably beat a lot of them pretty easily. But at the same time, he doesn't use it, so... Right. Yeah, the the instantly... comic relief shapeshifter could definitely beat them all. <laughs> yeah. Like, the flamethrower guy makes Earth just cease to be. So I can't imagine it he wouldn't be able melt. to overheat a computer right. pretty fast. metal. In later episodes, he just melts robots. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. So, but anyway, it doesn't matter. They're sneaking into a bunker now. Um, Seven turns into a mouse to open the door or something, which will come back later. Because this show fucking moves. Yeah. They find the plane <laughs> and some hangar, but then they get trapped in a room and then, uh, they each try to use their powers to escape the room, but the room is like super made of like crazy shit so they can't use their powers to escape 
Um, a light comes on. There's a bunch of scientists above them um, laughing. There's at them. another glass ceiling above them so that they can see the scientists menacing over them. Yeah, three yells at them, saying like, um, "You captured us off the streets and rebottled us. Why are you doing this to us?" And nine has a flashback to like some people operating him on him on the table. Get used to this footage. Yeah, they use it a lot. Um, they say the black ghost has worked on them. The scientists uh, want them to stop the rebellion and come back and be, you know, working for them again. But then one of the scientists pulls a gun on the other ones and says, um, uh, hey, you know, you're stupid. It's seven because he was a mouse and snuck in and turned himself into a scientist or something. So he gets. He, he, yeah, he, he's just like, yeah, I, I, it's me. And they're all like, because he's disguised as one of the doctors. And they're like, you're with the cyborgs? He's like, well, more accurately, I am one of the cyborgs. And then, like, turns back into himself and he's like, got him, GG. Boy, <laughs> that's like it. And then the cyborgs downstairs, like, one of the guys is like, it might have even been the combat specialist is like, I forgot we were missing a member of our unit. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, dude. It's, it's really funny. I noticed he wasn't there because I was looking up his voice actor at the time and I was trying to point him out uh, to to Vickers and I couldn't see him. And, <laughs> and I, was I was like, like wait where a is minute. he? And then he was up there. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, that makes that easy. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> Yeah, so he takes the uh, one of the host- or scientist hostages, and they make their way to the airplane holding the scientist it's hostage. It's the small scientist with the giant schnoz, by the way. The one that Nine saw in the beginning of the episode. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Nine's reluctant to get on the plane for some reason. Um, one then as telepath- robots close in around them. Yeah, one says tele- telepathically that uh, you know we were made to be captives, but if we work together, we can escape our past or something. So Nine, you know, but you can it. stay here if you want and get disassembled. Yeah. So Nine just gets on the plane and they leave. And on the plane, Nine and One shake hands. So he like kind of extends a finger towards his baby, telepathic <laughs> tiny baby. baby. And then uh, some, the credits play while Bad House music plays over oh, it. The <laughs> opening and ending of this are so perfect. It is very early 90s house techno. and it's Of an era. Uh, yes. It would be a generous way to describe it, for sure. It's also like... So the way that Toonami used to work back in the day was that they never played the openings of animes, but they always played the endings. So I was watching the opening being like, God, I don't really remember this. And then that ending started and I was like, oh, yeah, (laughs) I remember that shit. Yeah, so episode two, uh, we do get the opening for this. It's just like CG earth and flowers and like bad DNA stuff with more bad early 2000 house music. It's also mostly a recap of just episode one. They just took it's episode one footage. just footage from episode one, yeah. and it hangs on like the scene of him blowing up the frisbee centipede like for 10 seconds yeah. before it fades out. I'm wondering it's if that was like. Make sure, it makes sure to highlight the baby handshake, which <laughs> yes. I appreciated. Like, I'm wondering <laughs> if this was like done after the fact by whoever brought these to the US, like as some like video Quite poster. Possibly. Yeah. Uh, so the episode starts, we see it's a rainy night and the church is on fire. Um, 009, whose real name is uh, Chimamura? Chimamura, yeah. Chimamura, yeah. Chimamura. He's yeah. calling for father, and it's like not his father, just father as in the priest sort of a way. Priest. It confused it's, me at first. This is a proper Catholic church, it should be said, and yeah. crosses show up all over in this anime. Yeah, so father, uh, he sees father on inside of the burning church and runs over to him. Father is dead on the ground with a knife stuck in him. Oh, no. So, uh, the, like, the fire wouldn't have done it, but the knife probably could have. <laughs> uh, fire trucks show up. The firemen look at him, see that they, he is holding a man with a knife in his chest. Um, and then it cuts immediately to a paddy wagon was hit by another truck on the highway, and he has escaped. So I guess the police took him, and then he escaped. 
Uh, the police run after him in the woods, and then he's on the cliff, which is the flashback from the first episode, and he jumps into the ocean. On there, they, we've basically got his whole character. Yep, and he later washes up uh, on the shore. These two dudes in suits that look like the Blues Brothers like find him, take a picture, and like, this guy will be perfect. They're then, also both voiced by Kirk Thornton, so it's like, this guy is perfect for us. Yeah, this guy is perfect for us. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so then they cut to him on the operating table, and he gets the gas. So yeah, that's his whole backstory. That's all you need to know. Good job. Um, so we cut back to the airplane. Big No Scientist is there. Um, number seven, which again, by the way, is this shapeshifting guy, is giving him shit for his bad acting. Um, and the scientist guy is like, I thought it was good, and they all laugh at him. because So they're all real friendly with the scientist guy, despite the fact that yeah. the scientist made them all. And I, I do like the way they do this transition, because it's like going from a flashback to the scientist saying something we had already or like the cyborg 007 saying something the scientist had already said yeah so it like almost seems like it's still part of the flashback and then it turns it's just him roasting nuts (laughs) (laughs) just being like oh no they have the self-destruct codes for the base so uh let us go or else they'll be there yeah good acting (laughs) good job i can't believe they bought that how dumb are they (laughs) very uh, so we're interrupted in this scene by some UFO things kind of flying after. And these UFOs look like Black Manta's UFO from the old Space Ghost cartoon. Yes. Yeah, so um, uh, Cyborgs 9 and 4 go launch in these like single-person fighter aircraft things. They also look super 1960s sci-fi, and it's great. Yeah, so... Just like half circles. The Black Ghost attack aircraft start, like, fighting them. Um, Four tells him that the big-nosed doctor, whose name is Dr. Gilmore, who's a major character, um, is helping them, and he was deceived by Black Ghost, so that's why he wants to, you know, put things right and, you know, help the cyborgs out. I genuinely don't understand how anyone can be deceived by Black Ghost. (laughs) By a man named Black Ghost. He's so... I mean, we'll get to what he looks like. I mean, we've briefly seen him. And he looks like an evil villain from the 60s. I so, feel that the um, spoilers, he does quite often go, <laughs> as he fades into the distance. <laughs> <It's>, yes. <laughs> I feel that Gilmore was like a tenured professor or something, but wasn't moving any place. And then Ghost came yeah. up and was like, listen, I'll give you some research money. And he's like, yeah, I'm on. But <laughs> Didn't really clock the outfit. Right. <laughs> so um, Nine starts to ask about Black Ghosts, but they're attacked. Um, so they start dogfighting with the UFOs. Um, apparently, uh, Four just kind of does a monologue during this where he says, you know, Black Ghost was the death merchant. They sell weapons and shit, and they're evil. That's all you need to know right now. And then they, and start they built up resources, and now they're using it to do their own war, basically, is kind oh, of no. the idea. It's, the thing that's good about 009, and what I will say I love about this show is... They, when they're doing action time, they do action time, but they also do exposition at the same time, which is great. They don't sit there explaining this shot, reverse shot. No, they're shooting down planes as he explains what the bad guys are doing. (laughs) It it kicks ass. Yeah, like imagine if Gundam Wing actually had them fighting in the Gundams while Hero was doing his Sir, This is a Wendy speech (laughs) instead of in front of a fucking auditorium of students who do not care. (laughs) <laughs> um, so during this, by the way, number four just uses his like glider plane thing to chop other planes in half, like as a big knife. It's silly. Uh, I, I the love line it. he says rules. Do you you want to get it? Yes, I love it. He's like, uh, yo, I ran out of ammo. Oh no! And nine's like, oh no! And he's like, ah, just kidding. <laughs> 
turned his plane oh, into the a knife. He does specifically that kills me is he goes like click 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 runs out of ammo and he's like oh crap I'm out of ammo and zero zero nine's like what he's like oh it's fine I'll be right back I gotta go to the ammo store. He's yes. like, well, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> it's funny because I gotta mine... go to the ammo store is such a good line for just like what oh, I'm just fucking with you and then yeah the planes are melee weapons which yeah. also rules. I really don't blame Nine for falling for that because he has seen so much bullshit in the last half hour. Right? He's just like, I, I, sure, whatever, it happens. It's a, it's a knife. Who cares? Nine has been traumatized. It continues to show that Four just kicks ass. Like <laughs> he is great. the guy who is done with this, but he's just having a time when he can. Like he has a nice laugh he's, here and there. He's my favorite. He's just he's right at four episodes in, and he's my absolute <laughs> he's favorite. Winner. He's the winner right now. Yeah, so um, as this happens, Nine is like, so why do black ghosts make them into cyborgs? And Ford's like, oh, we just want new weapons. You know, nothing personal, kid. <laughs> nothing uh, to do with his money. Yeah. Uh, that scene's over. So now they're uh, flying around in the airplane towards this big X island in the distance. Uh, Gilmore's like, you got to fly into this canyon down below. And this canyon's completely super tiny. But it's like, uh, we're going to probably die, but whatever. So he flies the airplane in and they kind of crash land it because, you know, the wings fly off. and They do the cool sideways airplane bit. Yeah. They land in, like, this cave thing. Uh, cut to them eating in the cave. Apparently, everyone is complimenting Six's cooking. He is a four-star chef. He made Cambodian bat barbecue. And then, like, they realize it's bat they're eating. And they all freak out. It's, yeah. And then he, like, mentions the other thing. It's like, yeah, the other thing's snake. And they're like, ugh. He's like, it's it's a delicacy. It's fine, you xenophobes. <laughs> you yeah, work so- with what you got. There's a comedy relief scene of them trying to feed one because one is an infant and like they can't do it and they all like expect the woman to do it. It's stupid. But then number three sees that bombers are coming in the distance and there's a bombing run and they say, oh no, it's a cave-in and like a whole bunch of rocks fall down and they think the exit's blocked, but it doesn't matter because they're all cyborgs and they all beat like dig through the rocks and shit. It doesn't matter. It's also like, really funny because they ask the scientists, oh, and he's like, oh, all the other scientists are going to help us. And they're like, can we trust them? And then they immediately <laughs> get attacked by bombers. And it's like, mm, I wonder. Mm. Yeah, it's like they set this whole thing up like they're going to be like separated from each other in the cave. But no, it doesn't matter. They just dig through and punch through rocks and shit. Some um, of them could turn into rocks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> later on, now they're upstairs in the, uh, they're back on the surface of the island and they're split up into two groups. One of them is causing distraction while one, three, six, and nine all like go nice. into the bunker. Um, one of them has got a, uh, who was it? Gilmore, I think said like, we got to find this submarine thing that we're looking for. It's a super new cool boat that goes underwater or something. So they walk around the base a bit and eventually, uh, this other scientist walks in he's hurt and Gilmore says that it's Dr. Ryan. And it's like, oh no, everyone's getting killed. And then Dr. Ryan dies. So that's all we see of Dr. Ryan. Rip Dr. Ryan. What a he hero. He had one line in about 15 seconds of screen time. Uh, spotlights show up on them and they're surrounded by robots. And this mustache twirling voice is laughing at them. Um, he I, asks, again, how did you get deceived when you were working <laughs> for this absolute cartoon of a villain? This man, basically, like, if you looked up in the dictionary, evil professor, he would have the spiky mustache, the he's, sunglasses, he's the and the guy. spiky hair. He's the evil guy from the Professor Layton uh, game. Yes, it's him. Yeah. It's just him. <laughs> Yeah, I thought that yes, he had like but a- there is a free soda machine in the break room, so have you thought about that? There's also ping pong in the recreation hall. 
<laughs> yeah, so I get this, it, I guess. They, they pan up to this fucking evil ass scientist with like a black goatee and this Astro Boy spike hair and Yup. So um he's like, Gil, you pretended to be deceived, so you can continue your research. You're not so bad or you're not so good after all. Ha ha ha. I, I agree with them because there's no way you work for this man <laughs> and weren't deceiving yourself on some right. level. Yeah, so the robots start attacking them. Nine does his super speed thing, but the rest of them are getting beats up, so Nine saves them. Um, Nine has, at this point, mastered the art of Zui fighting, which he will do in every single episode from now on. If um, you could be the Flash whenever you clicked your back tooth, you'd fucking do it. I, I don't know if this is important, but one does tell Nine um, that if he, he picks up the professor and moves him with super speed, and one's like, no, don't do that. Normal people can't take that kind of speed. I've you would no... crush his entire bones yeah, if you no... were to move him at your super speed. I've no idea if this is important. But... Him of the Spider-Man catch whiplash situation <laughs> yeah. of just like your body can handle these kinds of G-forces. You are not normal. <laughs> like, remember this: if you move at four hundred miles an hour from zero miles an hour over. 0.5 seconds holding a person. He's going to turn into a fine mist around you. <laughs> so don't do that. <laughs> yeah, so Six goes over and melts a hole in the door and apparently water rushes in. I guess they're underwater. I don't know. Uh, so, like, he was able to melt steel that had, like, the ocean on the other side of it, too, in seconds. Yeah, that'd be a pretty That's, good heat sink, so yeah. It's just getting hotter. Yeah, so the rest of them show up. Uh, they start climbing into the submarine boat thing. Uh, uh, robot dinosaurs. Sure, they're there. They're attacking. <laughs> Uh, the Hydra attacks them for <laughs> the robot. Yeah. yeah, so the goatee man, whose name apparently is Commander Scar, um, he has escaped and has run to the throne room area. And wait, he... what? wait, wait, you're telling me these scientists were working for a guy called Commander Scar? <laughs> we didn't know. Yeah, it Frank, was Frank Scar. A guy named Command. Frank's a yeah, nice guy. Commander Scar. Yeah, he he likes to go by Willie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Willie Scar, uh, who is working for Black Ghost. Correct. <laughs> a direct report to Black Ghost. <laughs> yes. So uh, he runs to the throne room and is like. You know, Black Ghost, I'm going to blow up the base to, you know, kill all these cyborgs. And uh, Black Ghost is there. And then Nine apparently had chased him and shows up. And there's this whole thing where, like, Nine's like, who are you? And it shows, you know, Black Ghost kind of get, like, a zoom up on him. Uh, so Scar sets off the charges. Uh, Black Ghost is like, good job. You could out your final order. And then zaps him with electricity. He dies. Um, Nine. Then <laughs> wow, I can't believe that Black Ghost doesn't have a retention policy. <laughs> <laughs> Very bad Glassdoor reviews. Uh, <laughs> Nine then tries to shoot him, but it's a hologram. He disappears, laughing like he does. Um, As one does. Yeah. Bombs start going off also, everywhere. I'd like to point out, he did press a button before he revealed he was a hologram, which raises a lot of questions. The button was also yeah, over there. Yeah, yeah, the button was a hologram. <laughs> it was really just to oh. test the coil in the place oh, of that. so a hologram is like a ghost from Magic the Gathering, right. where ghost creatures can only block other ghost creatures. Right. I see. Okay, this all tracks. <laughs> So um, bombs start going off. Nine uses his super speed and returns to the submarine boat thing. Um, they leave. Ship blows up. The island kind of falls into the ocean. Uh, they surface onto the top of the waves and start looking over the island. Um, three asks, like, is it all over? And then in the background, Black Ghost just starts laughing menacingly in this overlay thing. And yeah, that's the, it. The very, very common shot. Uh, like, an anime at the time, the giant, the him looming over them in the sky. I legitimately laughing. wonder if the comic invented that, or if it was cribbing it from something else, like in the sixties. Because yeah. like I mean, it might have been Astro it Boy is that too, iconic. Right? Yeah. yeah. 
Possibly. Yeah. So yeah, the ending comes up. Um, it's just a whole bunch of silhouettes and some really bad early 2000 farts and house music. <laughs> We've already yeah. got two different endings, by the way, and like two different openings of these first four episodes. Yeah. I, I, I have no idea. It's also weird because we're watching these and like suddenly episode four had subtitles but the first three didn't. I don't know. Yeah, the rip we have might be a little patchwork. We'll see. I'm, yeah, I'm wondering too if like... At some point in the localization of the 2001 version, there was a different opening or ending, like, added on by some guy with a video toaster, like, y'all were... Quite possibly. Especially with the first episode. So, like, maybe that was a custom intro, and then now we're getting the regular one? (laughs) Possibly. (laughs) So, uh, episode three, uh, the first couple minutes are just a recap of the first episode. Skip the first three and a half minutes. Yeah, just skip, like, three and a half minutes into this episode, and you're good. Yeah, you're welcome. It is literally... Up everything up to that, and suddenly it's we're only the first episode. They don't normal. recap the second episode. True. No, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. It's really weird. So the episode starts. Uh, Nine is now in civilian clothing, and he's um, on the side of a cliff, looking down from the cliff, being wistful. So many times. It's really funny because two's like he's been up there for two hours, just staring off this cliff. What the fuck is wrong with this dude? <laughs> Yeah. No, come kill me. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. So two and four are also in civilian clothing, and they're in this like beachside house or something. And they're yeah. on the deck, like twenty feet away from him, just being like, "God damn it, dude, are you gonna move?" Yeah. Four is like, you know, his life has been flipped off crazy. He just has to, you know, collect himself. He's probably hurting. Uh, in the background, Seven is on a typewriter. Uh, he's writing his memoirs, which is 007 meets Clone Finger. Uh, He's writing fanfic. Yeah, yeah. Three goes over and reads it, and it's like these super puffed up bullshit, and like it's all made up. Yeah, the cyborgs and killed everyone and got the girl. All the cyborgs, but me, were in trouble. Except for me, I was very strong and easily defeated the bad guy, saving everyone. And then the blonde robot kissed me on the mouth, and then the blonde robot who was reading this goes, "What?" And he's like, "I took some liberties." Yeah, so uh, Two is very angry that they're all staying at Kazumi's house. Uh, says, you know, they're eating up his food and that Black Ghost got away. What are we doing here? He's very anxious about going and confronting Black Ghost. Uh, we cut over to one sleeping in a crib. Uh, Dr. Gilmore is talking with this other guy who's presumably this is Kazumi. This by the way. Yes. I love that whoever designed Baby Robot, I guess since it uses so much brain juice doing right. telekinesis... <laughs> And also, it is a literal baby, so it should be sleeping, like, 15 hours a day and then <laughs> screaming for nine. Like, it... Apparently, the baby will sleep regular adult hours for a while and then just pass out for, I think it was 15 days, 10 if 15 I remember days. correctly. Which is crazy. But I love <laughs> that they programmed in a vacation policy. So, two is getting pissy, and he's like, look... The mandatory baby break is going on. What do you want? Like, we can't do yeah, shit. Yeah, they even the lampshade this. They're like, are you sure that's not a bear instead of a baby? It's hibernating or something like that. <laughs> yeah. I love um, it. It's because one is clearly far too powerful. And if he was there. He's got psychic time, powers. And you're going to get more bullshit stupider. psychic power next episode. Yeah. It's yeah. so good. He has the most bullshit psychic powers. So they have to be like, no, he's like just out of the game like 15 days. <laughs> right. Because otherwise he would just win all the fights. And it's great because they finally made that joke of like, 
leaving a baby with a knife to defend itself and being like, baby, if anyone comes, you get him. Except, like, <laughs> this baby could totally get him. Yep. Like, yeah. It would be a very stacked fight in favor of baby, which <laughs> is rare, <laughs> I find. So, um, Gilmore is uh, playing Shoji with this guy named Kazumi. They look to be old friends. Um, Gilmore looks like a kind of combination of Dr. Light and George Lucas. Yep. That's how That's I read it. Absolutely perfect, perfect. actually. Yeah. Yep. And also, Gilmore is, like, super chill. Like, he is not concerned about anything. He's just like, you know, man, think about your Shoji. I'm going to go make some tea. You want some tea, man? And he just walks As off. As he houses these, like, rebels insurgency. Yes, yeah. cyborg rebels. This guy has a grow up in his backyard. Yes. But, um, so Five is in the woods meditating or something. He says it's too quiet. Uh, we cut down to the submarine. Apparently they parked this sub boat in this like cave grotto that's below the cliffs where Kazumi lives. I don't know. Yep. That guy has the coolest house. He does have a house on a cliff with an extensive cave system under it. Mm. Yeah, that's pretty dope. Um, Six is doing some fishing. Uh, Eight's is doing his Aquaman stuff and scares him and then chucks a fish at him and says that's dinner. Uh, Nine is moping around for like most of this episode. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. Uh, he goes apparently. He goes back to the church where uh, it burnt down, and some guard spots him. Is like, hey, what are you doing here? And then he disappears, presumably going super speed. And the guard thinks it's a ghost. I and really then, like this though because he like they fade the animation cell out in it, so it's the it's literally just like peace, and he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, he does a lot of moping. Uh, we cut back to six cooking. Um, number two is yelling at the rest of them. He's wondering why they're sitting around. He's like, we've got to go find Black Ghost. We've got to attack. He's got to come after us. And Brendan th- from Home Movies is the hothead of the group. Yeah. Three is saying, like, listen, I don't want to fight. Someone else can do it. You know, humanity could fight their own battles. And seven's like, two yeah, the same. Two episodes of fighting is enough for me. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the rest of them are kind of silent about this. Like, no one really wants to commit in on this fight. So two's like, fuck it. I'll go do it myself. And so he just goes to leave before like, listen, it'd be better if you know, we all have a plan. And there's a comedy relief scene with Six bringing some food into the room. It's stupid. Um, Gilmore comes in and says, like, hey, listen, I was, like, in the Black Ghost upper echelon of bullshit. And, like, I never saw him. He never showed up for work. I don't even know he exists. Um, Weird. Four says, like, well, they're going to be coming after us. Um, you know, we should probably have a plan. And then the lights go out and everybody's really tense. And then Kazumi walks in with a candle and he thinks it's, he was about to get punched in the face. More comedy relief. But suddenly the plot happens. Yeah, and then three senses danger. And then the window's open and it's raining outside and it's very stormy. And it's like, two's like, I'm going to go check it out. And he jets off. And then they're like, fine, fuck it. We'll all follow you. So all of them go outside. Two's out there. He gets zapped by lightning. The rest of them alive and is like, who's this new guy? And we zoom up and this is new character. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It's the meth man. He's here. <laughs> Finally. It is indisputably the meth man. Like, it, <laughs> am I right or am I right? Yeah. It is. Mm, holy so this shit. Guy, this guy. He's got like white whoa. skin, swoop back to white hair, red eyes. And it's like these jagged like tattoos and he's glowing and. Yeah, he's, he's in a red like circuit kind of stuff. Like it's like ribbon cabling kind yeah. of to a certain extent. Like this guy is one of my favorite villain archetypes, which is electricity based evil man who is super amped to be here. He's just <laughs> having a great time. Like, and this motherfucker, holy shit. Like, 
I think next episode, more than this one, he yes. lays the puns on. Oh, oh very thick. Oh, very God. thick. Yeah. Next episode. Oh. I also yeah. want to point out, he, his voice actor is Tomas from Three Houses. Uh, so so, uh, so he's basically the entire time going, yes! <laughs> so uh, this guy is uh, zero, zero, 0010, which is a very dumb way of saying that. Don't but, worry um, about the numbering scheme. Yeah. It's fine. The rest of them are very shocked to learn that there's more cyborgs than just the nine of them. Um, Turns out they didn't stop after nine. Weird. I I feel like they should have stopped after like four when they started (laughs) rebelling and yet they kept going. So why, why not keep going? So three tries to be the sensible one. She's like, hey, we're not your enemy. We're trying to, you know, just live our lives. You can, you know, escape from your masters. And then 10 just zaps her. Uh, Then he zaps number seven. Whoops. And uh, so they all start trying to fight him. Uh, none of their powers work on this guy. Uh, they all get beat up. Nine is they the try to fight best. him alone, by the way. Yes, one at a time. Which is the you know the base the best way you're supposed to do that. They've never watched right. Dragon Ball. I guess Dragon Ball hasn't been invented yet. So right. Yeah. <laughs> so nine is the only one left. He tries doing this acceleration trick. Uh, Ten does the same power but better, and then nine gets zapped. And Ten starts saying they're like, "I've developed countermeasures for all of you. I'm your brother gone bad." Good lines. <laughs> this guy kicks ass. And by the way, he has a constant glow. This is right. a light bulb looking ass bitch <laughs> every second of the day. I love this fool. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah. So uh, then three tries appealing to him again and is just like, yeah, how can you be loyal to black ghosts? After he immediately yelled the most Vegeta line. <laughs> I'm just, evil actually. I'm, I'm the nasty man. I love being bad and being a garbage guy. And there's like, how can you be a garbage guy? He's like, because I like it. <laughs> and, uh, then immediately uh, 10 goes to fire a big old blast to uh, destroy three, nine super speeds, zips in the way, saves her. I, I think uh, not, I think we're now three for three in episodes where nine has uh, saved three from something. Yeah, from she developed a bit of a complex over this. blown up. Yeah. <laughs> In yeah. some way. Yeah. So uh, they start to be fighting again. Nine gets beat up some more and then uh, gets zapped off of a cliff. He f- keeps falling off these cliffs. I warned you, bro. But <laughs> bro. <yeah. laughs> we also learned that Nine's acceleration power has a limit. If yeah. he uses it too much. If you overclock yeah. too hard, you're going to just tank the value on that thing, the resale value you on are, that thing. Yeah. You're going to burn out real hard. And yeah, like he even kind of does it like as he's mocking him. He's just like, what did the professor not tell you that you can't do that too much yet? What a dumbass. Oh, well. <laughs> and then just like dunks him into the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. So while he falls off the cliff, he has a flashback again. Um, he was like trying to save the father from the burning church and stuff, but it goes a bit farther back. Um, he shows him with a bunch of other kids. He, apparently, he was an orphan at this church, and the father raised him. And they also we show see him. his mom collapse on the church stairs with him in swaddling cloth. Yeah, so yeah, he's an orphan. That's more you to his backstory. It. Cool. Um, I personally am upset that he was not like a baby Moses situation where he was floating down a river <laughs> and then maybe stopped at the edge of a cliff, perhaps. Right. Like, just, <laughs> it just like, keeps happening. Can we get another cliff in there? Like that would, you could almost do this as like a comedy bit. Just do a sketch of like this kid whose life's flashbacks are all at the exact same cliff. And it's just very strange. Yeah. Is there like a phobia for cliffs? Like I know it's like agoraphobia for like heights, but like just cliffs. Yeah. Specifically. Just cliffs. 
<laughs> yeah, but back in the present, um, he's on a rock at the base of this cliff now. Um, Ten drops down to go kill him, but then it starts raining. Another cliff, god damn it. Yeah. It starts raining and Ten's powers go out. He loses his glow and he's like, oh, fuck it. And so he leaves and then Nine passes out. So that's the end of that. He could just beat you to death, but no, it's got to be electricity. Yeah. And then as Nine passes out too, he goes... Oh, it was the rain. And then he passes out. So, like, luckily someone has managed to stay conscious long enough to see what makes this guy have to stop. (laughs) Thank God. Um, So, yeah, this time we get a new opening for episode four. It has some orchestra music. (laughs) I think this is the proper opening because it's not just clips Clips, from episode one thrown together. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually things of them fighting. And, like, this music, by nature of not being the house techno bullshit, is better, but... (laughs) This is, like, the actual theme of the show. Like, it plays in the regular episodes, too. That opening Kuvo, is weird. I, I want you to know that the localizer spent a whole afternoon going through LimeWire looking for some good <laughs> music for the opening, yes. and I will have you respect it. They downloaded LimeWire Pro off of LimeWire for this. <laughs> Um, so the beginning of this is Seven is on his typewriter. He's kind of narrating as he types and says, you know, he's kind of ab- recapping the last episode, but in his own way, you know, like, oh, they fought this new monster, uh, this new cyborg, and they were beaten and had no hope. And then, like, he stops and rips up the paper. He's like, I have writer's block. I am leaving now. I, I, this sucks. And if I don't come back in three days, I'm gone forever. So as he goes, like, four hands him an umbrella and says, like, listen, you can't run from 10. He's going to find you. And he's like, you know, you can't leave. It's better to stay with us. Uh, five says like the rain's keeping us safe but it's not going to rain forever and then eight's like we got to find a weakness for this dude and then two comes in and says you know now that they know what Which, ten- i, I want to say that's that's a cute way to recap like having him kind of write out his stuff like it's it's maybe a they little they set it up and point, paid it but- off like pretty well yeah and having him just like write up to the current thing and then being like Ah, this ending sucks. I don't like this. Like, it's a good way to be like, the characters are frustrated with this situation. (laughs) And you get it. Yeah. Yeah. And he's a goofy enough character. I guess it works. Yeah. Yeah. So two's like, listen, it's not so bad. We now know what Ten's gimmick is. You know, we can can figure this shit out. And his gimmick is all of our gimmicks, but better. (laughs) Shit. Yeah. Four says like, well, we always can't make it rain. So that's not going to be a problem. And like nine is out passed out right now. And uh, Gilmore and three are trying to wake him up. So like, we can't rely on him. And then six, who is the comic relief, brings in more food and they all eat. Who cares? Uh, we cut back to the sub. Nine is in bed, uh, unconscious, and Gilmore is trying to like science him back awake or something. There's a super high tech hospital bed in the sub as well because they stole good. Well, I mean, obviously, yeah. You need a good med bay in your like warship, right? Yeah. So Gilmore tells uh, like three, who's uh, sitting next to him, is like, "Listen, you're tired. You got beat up too. Go rest." But it's like, "No, I feel indebted to him. He saved me three times in three episodes. I must stay." <laughs> so we cut back to the other group. Uh, they're kind of recapping Ten's powers, trying to figure out how to beat him. Uh, Gilmore walks in and they ask about Nine. And he's still sleeping. One is also still sleeping. So like, do we have the tenth to beat the strength to beat this number ten guy with two of our people down? Um. Cut back to the sub, nine wakes up, three's like, hey, go lie down. And she apologizes for trying to uh, appeal to ten, but nine's like, listen, it's okay, you did the right thing. I didn't want to fight him either, he could be a good guy. I thought he had a good heart, I'm like, really? I thought Electroshock Man could be on our side, maybe. (laughs) I'm a nasty man, I just want to hurt people and be garbage. I thought... He might have a soul in there. <laughs> like he, I think the exact line he uses for the record to get like 
exactly how on the nose this show goes for it is when three tries to appeal to him he says how dare you try to appeal to my humanity when i have not a shred of it left yeah (laughs) the end of this episode is also perfect for like do you get it do do you fucking get it (laughs) (laughs) but it's fun while it's doing it it at the very least i I will say that i am enjoying it yes yeah. <laughs> yeah, so three goes on to like monologue uh, while nine is in bed saying that ten reminded her of her brother John and John would protect her from the bullies when she was a kid and when they were growing up. And nine goes on to say, like, well, I never had any siblings because I was an orphan raised by a priest. And nine says, like, you know, we were on our, lo- on our own a lot and we had to use our wits to survive and they were bullied till they stuck together, blah, blah, blah. They had to use their smarts to live. Who cares? Uh, nine asks about her bro. Is like, well, you are you gonna go meet up with your brother? And three explains their history. Apparently, cyborgs one through four were first generation cyborgs. And so that's the, for the record: uh, baby Muppet girl and uh, uh, jet, guy, jet guy, Jet Nose. Yeah. Um, apparently, three was. Oh ending. my god! That means the baby is canonically permanently a baby. Yep. That's fucked up. <laughs> I was thinking about that later on when I was watching this. I was like. So is he just like a baby forever, or like yep. how does that work out? Like, <laughs> he's been a baby does the rest for the last of him grow, years. but then his cyber parts are like I was like, well, what if he grows, but the cyber parts don't? That's gonna be bad. Like, he's bad. got a little little tiny baby heart. <laughs> he's got a big guy. Like that's no good. But uh, I guess problem solved. He is always a baby. I guess it's a pretty chill life, <laughs> you know. Yeah, so three is explaining that uh, they were made all right after World War II, but like I guess cyborg stuff wasn't good back during the fifties, so uh, they cryo froze them until the technology caught up in the seventies. Cryo freeze was fine, but cyborg parts—it was in its infancy. Yeah. Uh, so nine's like, well, what about John? And she's like, I don't plan to see him. He's probably dead or something. I don't know. And he changes the topic. Uh, we cut. To I also Gil- like again. This confirms that they made one through four. <laughs> And something not quite right happened because none of them want to work for the Black Ghost. And then he decided, ah, let's go five through nine. I'm you sure know, that'll be fine. Six more models. We'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll well, get it right. For what it's worth, ten, pretty good. Pretty nasty. <laughs> yeah, but even then, they see nine rebel and they're like, well, ten times the charm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so they cut back to Gilmore and company. Um, you know, they're saying, like, we need to work together and beat nine as friends. And then number two is like, we don't even know each other. We first each other as numbers. How could we be friends? And then Gilmore says, like, well, if we're not friends, we're dead. So maybe be friends. There's a lot of, like, you know, one of them makes a good point and then another one makes a good point in rebuttal. It's probably, like, the most well-reasoned argument I've ever seen in an anime. <laughs> An anime that's, like, yeah. geared towards seven-year-olds with superpowers, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, to a certain extent, though, yeah, just like, you know, like, hey, we literally call each other numbers. That's not the most humanizing thing. How are we supposed to be pals? Yeah, I mean, that's uh, not a bad point, but you could also just, like, pick a name. <laughs> you could just be like, yeah, I'm not nine anymore. I'm, uh, I'm Steven. And also, <laughs> yeah, if we don't can... start calling each other Steven, we are going to get electro-zapped very much. <laughs> And four brings up a very good point that, like, sometimes people just don't work as a group. Like, they've kind of all been thrown together as a group because they were kidnapped by evil scientists and experimented on. They weren't. Maybe there's a personality conflict. Yeah, they weren't. They weren't friends. They don't know each other. Maybe they just will not ever get along. And I'm like, that's a good point. Yeah, that's that's what also yeah. Like, there's there's no real designated leader except for the baby, which is weird (laughs) as well. 
Yeah, so um, two says like he can't trust anyone, and then they, they recap. I'm just gonna skip all this. Um, three says like we got to try working together, and then the rain lets up, and five says oh well, he's got to be coming now. Uh, so we cut over to the woods. Ten is running around the woods just zapping shit because that's what he does. He's evil. He He's running <laughs> around the woods. He looks over at a tree, blows it up, and jumps on top of it to get a better vantage point because he's that kind of guy. <laughs> no, he's uh, got a good heart, though. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, so two shows up. Uh, he's like, the others ran. Your opponent is me and me alone. And um, they start fighting. Uh, Gilmore goes and checks in on nine. Nine is trying to put on his boots and stuff to leave, but his power is only at 50%. Um they, they're going to do Goku. this a lot. Yeah. Goku, you need to stay in the tank. No. Get, stay in the tank. <laughs> you need it. Yeah, so Gilmore's like, if you try to fight now, you'll be a burden to everyone. Uh, they cut back to the woods. Uh, two is, like, flying around and making Ten chase him, which leads them into an ambush. Number six uh, just shows up and tries to flame attack him. Uh, this distracts Ten enough to, for Two to get a punch in, so they're starting to use teamwork. It's a pretty um, sweet punch, too. Yeah, they uh, go over the eights, kind of leading the strategy on this. Uh, two grabs ten and flies them really high up into the sky, and then four shoots them down with a rocket. Uh, ten, which I do, I do like that ten has a reaction upon getting command grabbed and brought into the air. He goes, "I'm the electric guy, you dumb motherfucker," <laughs> and then and electrocutes the shit out of him. He's like, "You're touching me directly, you dumb idiot." <laughs> like, that's my thing. Yeah, but he doesn't realize that ten shoots him with the rocket in midair, and then he. F- blows up and falls oh, into yeah. the water. Um, then yeah, when four has cracked open a knee and he's just like, well, that's my last one for now. Like, <laughs> someone get this guy an ammo store. Clearly he needs it. <laughs> yeah, so uh, 10 lands in the water and then he's attacked a seven as a dolphin and then eight and five go and start beating the shit out of him underwater. This dolphin just flies up and tail smacks him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so they're actually doing really well because 10 can't use his electricity underwater and they're like saying like, if you don't give up, we're going to drown you. But then something new comes and zaps them all, and they all explode and all go up to the beach. And then four gets zapped some more. Who knows? Ted starts giving a monologue, saying it was smart of him to get in the smart of him them to get him in the water. But uh, that's only half the equation. He's really ten plus, and ten minus is here too. They're twins, and so now there's two yes. of them. Yes. Surprise! <laughs> they're so good, and they just start like yeah. Now the puns begin. Yeah, they're yes. exactly Spoilers. the same, and they're color coded. <laughs> I I love the arc of Ten so far because they introduce this character and he's like a big threat guy or whatever and he's kind of a shit eating grin motherfucker but he's yep. not like goofball and then they just turn him up to fucking twenty seven go <laughs> wild and then very quickly get rid of him it's like okay you're probably sick of him now <laughs> and scene. Yeah, so they're twins. Uh, one's positive and one's negative, and they start circling the group and then like zap them, and they all get zapped. But they survive because I guess one of them's not at their full strength because he got blown up and put in the water. Uh, they're about to go in for the kill though, but Nine shows up and is like, "It's my turn to fight you." And so the tens get angry at him and go after him, and they chase him on some power lines for a bit, and they end up near this power junction station or something in the woods. Uh, Ten starts monog- monologuing about electricity. Uh, they start zapping him, and there's explosions. Um, there's this really big explosion and they're like there's this huge crater and they don't see him in it so they think he's dead and while they're l- walking through the crater about like looking for him they almost touch each other and they freak out and jump away and say yeah oh, they we- get a little few sparks between them and like wow that was really stupid of us to get close to each other yeah if we got close to each other it would be really bad if we got close to each other 
Yeah. <laughs> so Nine wakes up over in some power lines or something and is like, how did I get here? And then one starts talking to him through telepathy and is like, I transferred you here. I can teleport people, but it only works on unconscious things or objects because I need a limit to this power because it's ridiculous. <laughs> it would be, it would be completely the strongest baby. nasty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And it's okay if you're only unconscious for like a split second. I can still, I can zap That's you as soon as you fall out. Yeah. This is why it's... they had to make him be a literal baby. <laughs> still... And still had to say, baby needs to fall asleep for 15 days at a time. Also has to be unconscious. Like, this baby has so many limitations on top of being a literal baby. It still is making zero sense because this baby could teleport bombs into your stomach and telefrag you. So, yep. like, there's no, <laughs> there's no limits of this baby's power. One this is baby absolutely is a baby one. of peace. I, I'm pretty sure I remember it just escalates from here too with yeah. the baby. Yeah, one, like I have, I have seen this series years ago. One absolutely is top of my list. 100%. Banned in tournament baby. Yes, 100% banned. I mean, with the tiny hurt box in particular, you're just dropping <laughs> yeah. every combo on that little idiot. Well, also, you have to be willing to punch baby, and you know... <laughs> Sorry, so, it to his um, one starts explaining the whole electricity deal with these guys. They're positive and negative and something. They show the power station guys like seeing all these explosions and freaking out and running away. So they have their fight in the power station. There's a lot of sweet fightings. There's a lot of completely awful puns. They're uh, great. Very How do you good. say they're awful? They're fucking fantastic. <laughs> I thought you'd get a real charge out of this move. Like, yeah, dude. What's a million volts between friends? <laughs> Yeah, what's a million volts between friends was a hell of a lie. <laughs> so, yeah, there's V fighting around. Nine is constantly on the run here. Um, he eventually, through trickery, gets the two tens to run into each other. Um, there, like, one of them's looking for Nine. He's like, there he is, rushes straight towards him, and there's a great shot of their faces basically colliding with each other. Before a giant explosion happens. Yeah, and then one, of course, explains that, you know, since they're positive and negative, if they touch, they short circuit. And now they're dead. That's great. And, Nine and collapses little, and the rest show up and the episode's over. They have a little, oh, they were brothers, but they could never touch anymore. How Specifically, sad. he's like, they could never, they were brothers. They said they were brothers, but they could never hug. And the episode ends on, like, sad trumpet music. <laughs> it's the arc of this character is just amazing from being introduced and being great to surprise there's two of us and we do puns when we're together like it's oh this show moves yeah. it is like 100 miles an hour yeah how many episodes is this show actually uh 50 something it's 50 something yeah thinking. yeah let me see if this show keeps this pace for 50 episodes, <laughs> my oh heart my is going to explode. We're going to get through like yeah, 12 seasons of anime this season. <laughs> this is amazing. I um, do like the fact that yeah. like, unlike some of the previous uh, series we've watched, I don't really have to pay too much attention to what's going on. It's not like there's any like political science or philosophy or like, you know, great camera work or cinematography. It's just a bunch this of people punching ex- each other in the face. So This is an extremely 1960s serial where... Every week you need a new monster. Every week you need a new plot and like a little like monster of the week monologue. And we'll probably get to fighting Black Ghost at some point, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Hopefully. Guess we'll see. 
I am definitely enjoying it so far, though. This is a lot of fun. I can see why it was uh, Toonami. It definitely fits that kind of pacing. It of has the that build, and there. it's it's interesting to watch now that I've seen so much more because like there is a lot of shit that's iconic in this that has shown up in so many other animes. And for reference, the guy who made this is the guy who invented Power Rangers. Like one of his later series is Super Sentai. And oh, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. So he just did all that too. Very cool. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's his fucking name. I should probably say it since we pretend that we know things about anime. <laughs> we are anime experts yeah, yeah, yeah. here. I don't claim anything. <laughs> yeah, Shitaro uh, Ishinomori. Like, yeah, he is one of the big uh, mangaka from the that period that kind of laid the rules at the same time that, like, Tetsuya was doing Astro Boy and all that. Yeah. So to say it's influential would be an understatement, probably. Yeah. Which, hey, you know, I mean, good. this show's got yeah, remade three times in the anime form, so yeah, it's probably yep. a bit influential. A bit influential, for sure, yeah. Well, till next time, what will we doing episodes five to eight? Sounds yeah. Sounds good. That'll be 20 episodes worth of content. <laughs> God, yeah. Well, till next time, space anime. Space anime.